I'm continuing on the series I started last week, Sunday, on the secret to supernatural financial blessings. And today I'm speaking on foundations of kingdom wealth. There is a foundation that when it is in place, everything would work. Praise the Lord. Proverbs chapter 4, verse number 5 to 10. And there it reads, get wisdom, get understanding. He says, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. So God is speaking, and what he says is get wisdom. He says, don't just get wisdom, get what? Understanding. In other words, stop saying, mm, this is deep. Gain understanding of the wisdom that has been impacted onto you. It is not enough, child of God, for you to just have a knowledge of a truth. But you need to gain understanding of how it impacts your own life. Are we together in this place? The reason why a lot of people go to church but there's no transformation to their life is because they go to church because they want to just tick a box. I've attended service at school. Let me go. But when you begin to gain an understanding of a truth based on scripture, that truth is what will bring transformation to your life. When you're a woman and you attend church, and all you do in church is show up, and when you go home, you are disrespectful to your husband. Or you're a man and you attend church, and you are disrespectful to your wife. Or you are not a good example to your fellow human being as a Christian. You are receiving wisdom from God's word, but that wisdom, you have not gained understanding that you must apply it to your life. And so it's important for all of us to live based on the truth of scripture. Praise the Lord. Very, very important. Someone say it's important. He says, forsake her not and she shall preserve thee. So when you gain understanding of a truth, that truth will preserve you. This is the scripture that made me love my wife. This scripture. Hallelujah. He said, Love her and she shall keep thee. So understanding is key. See, you go into an office and your boss is behaving some way. You don't leave the company. People are acting some way. Saying, mm, you know, this is not good. There's, there's all forces of darkness. And we spiritualize it. No. Gain understanding of the culture of the place and see how best you can still prevail while managing the people. Because sometimes God's blessing that he brings our way, it doesn't come in right packages. There are many of us, we have walked away from relationships that could have been a blessing, but we do not have understanding. You look at her and say, mm, if you are there, she's crazy. I don't like. Mm. Do you know that Bentley is more expensive than to Kia Sorento? And the price you pay for Bentley is not the same price you pay for Kia Serenity. It costed them more to put it together. If you want a certain caliber of, of people in your space, there is a price you must pay to get them into your space. If you want a certain level of impact in your life, there is a price you pay for it. And so don't wish for a Bentley blessing and desire to do the work of a Tico. Are you getting me? You want to pay the price of buying Kia Picanto. And yet, you desire the comfort of a Bentley. 
you are delusional. Everybody in this life, the quality of your life, you must be willing to pay the price and you need understanding. This is where I'm going. I must be willing to pay this price. And so understanding is key if you want to succeed in life. Someone say understanding is key. Listen to me, there are many of us, we begin businesses and then all of a sudden we are buying cars. I'm the general overseer, I must drive a Land Cruiser Prado. What have you general over to see? You know, as a CEO, the first money that came into the business, you know, I need a car because branding is important. You lack understanding. Just listen to me. There's one thing none of us have control over, it's called time. What you do with your time now, based on your understanding of the kind of future you desire, that is what will play out in the next five years of your life. Which, whoever you marry, see, I tell everybody, you can marry anybody in this life. It depends on your willingness to pay the price for the person. Your wife's level of education does not matter. Her income does not matter whether you have joy in your home or not. It's not age that we use to marry. It's wisdom and understanding. The Bible says, husband, dwell with your wife according to understanding. When you understand how to manage the woman, she will be singing for you. You see, we need to understand in Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22, the Bible says, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rage, and he adds no sorrow with it. Praise the Lord. You see, so when God says that wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding, what God is saying is that when I tell you to do something, I'm not, I, I, I'm not asking you to do something that is beyond you. Someone say, get understanding. Hallelujah. And understand that it is God's blessing that is making you rich. It is not the scheming. It is not the stealing. Uzziah chapter 4 verse number 6. He says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. You see, because we do not know what to do, the Bible says we are destroyed. Not lack of demons, attack and defense. It's not because we are lacking defense. We have spiritualized everything, but the Bible is telling us the reason why the enemy has inroads in your life is because you lack knowledge. Do you know the same tomatoes and pepper and onion that you have in your house? If a chef stands behind it, he can create a, a meal from it and sell it for 390 Ghana cities. The difference between you and the person is that he has a level of knowledge you don't have. Position your life in a way that God can use to bless you. God will not bless you beyond a vacuum. God will use what he's giving you by your understanding of what is in your hands. That is what will produce the results for you. Let's look at Hosea 4 verse 6. Because thou hast rejected knowledge. He says you have rejected knowledge. I will also reject thee that thou shalt be no priest to me. Seeing thou hast forsaken the law of thy God. So it means that there are certain laws of God you don't forsake. You don't reject that knowledge. But what do we do? We always reject the knowledge of God. Oh, this one is Old Testament. This one. So people are just living anyhow. See, obeying the law of God is for your own preservation. It's for your own. I am also tempted. But I know if I violate the scripture, the Bible says if you break the hedge, a serpent will bite you. That you have feelings does not mean you should act on it. The Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue. The things we say, it has effect on us. And so let us be mindful because when you violate the law of God, it will have effect on your life. 
Pastors are not angels. Oh. Don't go and be dancing and showing pastor your, your cleavage. God, we are sorry. Brother, none of us is an angel. None of us. Not even the Pope. Don't go and try the Pope. He will fall down. <laughs> and let me show you something. He says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I also reject thee. That thou shouldest be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. I will also forget thy children. So when I live by God's law, it has effect on my children. Now, continue. I was telling my wife this one. As they were increased, so they sinned against me. Therefore, will I change their glory into shame. The difficulty is that whenever God starts blessing us, we change. When a little blessing, small money that starts coming to us, you know, man of God, the, the tithe is too much. Oh, Pastor Dan is rich. What does he need my money for? I mean, you violate the law. The church crowd, you know, they just waste money. They carry money and go to 31st, and the pastor now will come. The impudence of a dying cockroach. There is mentioning the money he spent at 31st. Waste of money, waste, waste, waste. Continue. Because now you are seeing coins. You have not even got into dollars yet. And pounds telling. The only money currency with a surname. Are there. As they increased. They forgot about God. I pray that when God begins to bless you, you will not forget about God. A story said of J.C. Penny, American billionaire. When his mother had taught him how to give his tithe, one tenth, when he started getting blessed and the monies were coming in millions, he was now struggling to pay tithe. So he went to God and said, this scripture is the Old Testament. Can I? When he stopped, everything started going down. When everything started going down, he cried to God and God said, you have a covenant with me. Once you have stopped the covenant, I am not obligated to keep my part of the covenant. See, if your husband is giving you problems, you be faithful to your part. Leave the rest to go. As long as you are in the covenant and submitting to your husband, or you are loving your wife, although she's a mad person, do your part. God has a way. I'll tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. I know of a couple. God had just started blessing them. They owned a business. Then the woman started accusing the guy of this, 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 this. Then the guy said, bring the evidence. Do not, so I want to leave. Hey! Pastors came in. Said, the word of God says, even, even if your husband has misbehaved, forgive. No, 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 no. Get out of my house. Get. So the man was speaking to me. I said, sir, honor God according to his word and love your wife. He went to God. He said, God, I will love my wife. Now she says she doesn't want the marriage. God said, don't do anything. Stay, stay, stay. Then after the man has stayed for a while, when the woman filed the divorce paper and they started going to court, God opened the heavens over the guy's life. The guy said, is the building you want? Keep. The building was small. In two years, God has given the guy a bigger place than the one he walked away from. God has given more money, more access, more influence, more honor. You see, when you do your part, there is a God who is a God of covenant. When he sees your, you playing your role, he has a way of compensating you. And my prayer for you today is that you be a child that will live by covenant. You will live by the law of God and that you allow God to be God in your life. 
Someone say, God will be God in my life. Now look at the scripture. He says, as they were increased, so they sinned against me. Therefore, will I change their glory into shame? My prayer is that God will not change your glory into shame. It will not happen to you. Somebody say amen. Amen. Proverbs chapter 21 verse 16. The Bible says, The man that wandereth out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. He says that he that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. He that loveth wine and oil shall not be rich. God says, When you wander out of the way of understanding and you choose pleasure over me, you... We're in Ghana. A lot of financial institutions started rising up in this nation. How many of you were here? It was just rising up, giddy, giddy, giddy. All of a sudden, one calamity after the other. Do you know why? A lot of the guys started becoming big boys. It was pleasure. They They were becoming big boys. Rubbish! Parties and engagements and flying here with these girls. Not their wives, though. This girl and that girl, lovers of flesh, because now they have become big boy because money was coming. Where are they? Most of them, where are they? I lost. I pray that you will gain understanding. That no matter how God blesses you, you will stay humble. You will stay humble. You will still live by the word of God. Because money can mess you up. And so in Luke chapter 8, verse number 3 to 8, Jesus speaking says, A sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. And it was trodden down. And the fowl of the air devoted. And some fell upon the rock. And as soon as it, was, it sprang up, it withered away. Because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns. And the thorns sprang up with it. And choked it. And others fell on a good ground. Do you see that the sower was very focused? He kept moving and sowing. Some were falling in wrong places, but he would not stop. He kept sowing. Child of God, don't stop sowing. Don't stop doing the right things that is required of you. Don't stop. I said what? Don't stop. Don't stop doing right. Don't stop living right. Don't stop living in holiness. Don't stop. Be focused on the right things. You want results? Focus on your goal. There will be distractions. There will be tones. There will be tissues. But focus and pursue that vision that God has set for you. You want to be successful financially? Focus is a secret. Consistency is the attitude. I am consistent. Sir, I will show up. I may fail today, I will show up. I may fail tomorrow, I'll keep showing up. Because if you believe in anything, it shall be tested. Whatever you believe in, what will happen? It shall be tested. Do the right things. We'll look at it. He says, And others fell on the good ground and sprang up and bore fruit a hundredfold. The guy will not stop. The ones that fell on good ground, he bare how many fold? A hundredfold of what? Of what he sowed. Not what he did not sow. What you don't sow, you can't reap. Sir, sow respect for your husband. It's just a matter of time. The Holy Ghost will convict him one of these days. Sow respect in terms of setting parameters and boundaries by which you will live your life by. Every one of you, you will be tested like Pastor Daniel sometimes gets tested. The temptation is there. But acknowledge it, but don't, don't act on it. Acknowledge it, don't Act on it. Please let me say this. I feel like saying this. <laughs> Discipline is not a gift of the spirit. It's a decision a man makes for his own life. 
Discipline is what? It's not a gift of the spirit. To discipline yourself to see things through, it is not a gift of the spirit. It is a decision you make. This thing, I will see to it that against that. I will see to it that against that. Look at how Jesus says, and when he has said these things, he cried. He that has ears to hear, let him hear. Let him Isaiah chapter 30, verse 20 to 21. He says, and though the Lord give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet shall not thy teachers be removed into a corner anymore. But thy eyes shall see thy teachers and thy ears shall hear a word behind thee saying, this is the way. Walk ye in it. And when ye turn to the right hand and when ye turn to the left hand. So God is saying, even if I bring affliction to you, the way out is that I will not take your teachers away from me. Who is speaking to you? The whole week, which voice are you listening to? Which voice are you listening to? Which voice? Who is your teacher? Is it Pastor Daniel or is not? Some of you, it is not. You just, you just come and sit here. No matter what I preach, you see, your teacher is supposed to introduce you to God and his order of doing things. So that you will follow. Your teacher, he teaches you the word. He explains the scriptures and, and makes it simple so that you can live by it. I pray that may you find your teachers. Amen. You see, but what does your teacher teach you? He teaches you to first give your life to God. First do what? Give your life to God. I have come to understand that if God had given me this wealth before this time, it would have destroyed me. Ask him why. He says, because I came into a certain money. He says, when I got those millions, the number of people that started calling me, it was too much. It's not only business people who call you. Girls who call you. I'm speaking to you. I deal by the special grace of God. God has showed me mercy. I pray for a lot of wealthy people who own banks and stuff like that. One of them said to me, women, come to me. They want to throw themselves at me. Use me. I'm available. So you too, jolly, 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 jolly. He said, use me. I'm going to use. No. Discipline. Someone say discipline. So the man said to me, you first have to give yourself to God. You have to submit yourself and know that what God is bringing into your hands is not just for you. It's not just for who? For you. A prayer for you is that you would know that your life is not just for you. There are many people that are looking up to you this life is bigger than your, your enjoyment. And so before you go and lie down with that lady or that man, understand your life's value is so much that many destinies are connected to it. And so you cannot just live your life anyhow. People don't like me preaching on holiness, but whatever I do, we will go there. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18 says, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get well. In other words, when you submit yourself to God, you recognize that whatever you have, it is God that gave you. He said that he may establish his covenant which he swore unto thy fathers. As it is this day. So mommy, whatever wealth you have in your hand, whatever wisdom, whatever blessing is given you, it was God who gave it to you in the first place. Recognize his place. Some of you, you don't even pay tight. You don't even give a God offering. God has been blessing you yet, and I'll show you in the Bible. I'll show you in the Bible. I'll show you today. 
God says, I have a covenant with you. Someone say covenant. He says what? But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get what? Wealth. That he may establish what? His covenant. It is his covenant. Who does the establishment of the covenant? God. It's not you. Please listen to me. God doesn't need your money. But you need him to take it from you so that he will establish his covenant with you. God is in heaven. Does he need your money? Do you know who uses the money? Me. The pastor, what do you use the money for? I'm glad you asked. Today I will tell you. One, when you give money to God, the Bible says, on earth men receive the tithe, but in heaven God receives it. So when you give me the money, I use the money for the work of God. God tells me what to do. I choose what is called the work of God. If I say I love you, and I fly from America, Ghana, I say I love you. And you have time for everything. But you give me an excuse, oh, I don't have money to come and see you. But every day you are going somewhere. Whatever I brought you, will I give it to you? Talk to me somebody. Will I give it to you? So why do we think that God, he will live, look at how many millions of people, he will live and come and be with you. And yet, even showing up to lift up holy hands, you always come to church after praise and worship. And you expect him to prioritize you above every other thing. You are dishonoring him. And yet you want him to bless you financially. Do you know how you get money? It's by favor. God will place upon somebody's heart to favor you. God will place upon somebody that has to buy from you. God will place upon somebody that has to employ you, to open a door for you, to give you answers. It is God who, who speaks to the hearts of men. God wants to do so much for all of us, but most of the time, we are not ready for him. See, if you will be a Christian, be a Christian. If you will not, forget about it. Go and serve idols. Because God is in a covenant. What is the covenant? Genesis 8, 22. When Noah had given a sacrifice unto God, there was nothing on earth. He came out of the ship and then he gave God an offering. And God smelled it. Anytime you sacrifice unto God, he smells. What sacrifice are you giving to God? Genesis 8, 22. Then God said, while the earth remained, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, Summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. So every one of us, there will be a day season and a night season. Every one of us. See, the seed comes before the harvest. What seed are you planting for God? Why should God give you a better job than where you are now? What have you done for God that God should look at it and say, if calamity will befall everybody in your organization minus you, what can you stand on and say, God, based on this sacrifice, Based on this thing I've sacrificed for you. What can, are you getting me? When I was bathing, thoughts were coming to my mind. That's why I'm asking that. Is there something you've done for God for which God will look at that sacrifice and say, because of this, my son be promoted. Get 10 cities. Get 30 cities. Is there a, is there a price you paid for your faith? So why do I need this covenant, man of God? Psalm 37, verse 18 to 19. Why do I need this covenant? He said, the Lord knoweth the days of the upright. Now look at this scripture. <laughs> the Lord knoweth the days of the upright. And their inheritance shall be forever. Next verse. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time. And in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. So when I read this scripture this dawn, what came into my heart is this. 
The Lord knows the days of the Abraham. God knows you. He knows your days. He knows what you need. He says that, look at it. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time. So every one of us, evil times will come our way, one way or the other. He says, God knows it. He says, our inheritance, they shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil times. And in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. He says that there will be days of lack. That is why you must be in covenant with me. Because I know your days. When you are in covenant with me, I make provision for those days. So that when those days come, as for you, you will be satisfied. There will be all sorts of days. But those days will not prevail over you. It will not overwhelm you. That's why the scripture says, when you go through the fire, I will be with you. And through the waters, it shall not overwhelm you. So it is possible. Like our sister, it was days of evil. But she has come for Friday prayer service. And made declarations. Misfortune will not befall us. So she did not lose her eye. The evil day. But it will not have that kind of effect. What will kill her death? It may give you a scratch. It will not kill you. Praise the Lord. So how reliable is this covenant, man of God? How reliable is this covenant? Jeremiah 33 verse 20. says, that says the Lord, if you can break my covenant of the day and my covenant of the night, and that <laughs> there, shall be no, there shall not be day nor night in their season, then may also my covenant be broken with David my servant. God is saying, if you serve me, you have to change the ordinances of heaven. For my covenant with you to be. That is how reliable the covenant is. Sister, anytime you wake up and you see the sun, remember, God's covenant concerning your life is in force. Amen. God's covenant is what? He's in force. All these prayers we are praying, binding the devil, sometimes it's God who, who you are fighting against. You are praying rubbish prayers. Live by the covenant dictates and things will work. The foundation of kingdom wealth is living by the covenant. Someone say, I will live by the covenant. You see, please understand that God's covenant covers all of us. It covers who? All of us. Praise the Lord. He says, you see, Revelation chapter 5 verse 10. And he has made us unto our God kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. What did he say when I read Jeremiah chapter 30 verse number 21? What does he say? He says, then may also my covenant be broken with David my servant, that he should not have a son to reign upon his throne and with the Levites the priests, my ministers. Are you getting it? So every one of us is a priest. We've been made priests and kings unto God. So the covenant is for everybody in this room. Praise the Lord. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 16 to 18, quickly. He says, For men verily swear by the greater, and an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife, wherein God, willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath, that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation, who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope and before us. The hope set before us. He says that we, there's a covenant we have with God. We must lay hold on this hope. So whatever you do, do it in hopes that God is a faithful God and he will keep his covenant. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all the things everybody is chasing after will follow. You get small money, you are not getting, even your bonus, you don't want to honor God with it. 
In Genesis chapter 8, verse 21 to 22, the Bible says, And the Lord smelled a sweet savour. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite anymore every living thing as I have done. While the earth remained, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. You see, Noah's offering provoked God to smell. Anytime you give God an offering, God will smell it. And what offering do you give to God? What offering do we, we give to him? We treat God like he's a trash. In 2 Corinthians 9 verse 6 to 8. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. He which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he purposes in his heart. Every man according as he has purposed in his heart. So let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity. For God loveth a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you. Look at it. Look at it. He brings this statement after and God is able to make all grace. So when you come cheerfully to give unto God as an act of worship and honor, he says that God is able. He has so much grace that whatever you need for which you have sacrificed unto him, he knows how to sort it out for you. He says he's able to make all grace. All kinds of grace can work for you. All kinds of grace. Sometimes the grace will be you open a door for you to work and get money. For others, you can touch somebody's heart to give you money. Church, when we started this church, I kept telling you, I said, I'm doing this thing for God. Please do some more because a time will come, God will so bless me that you'll be envious. Did I say or I didn't say? Get ready. The day I'll pack my Bentley in front here. It will be a Bentley blessing. So you are so far back, they don't preach salvation. What is salvation to a poor person? Is it not that God will bless the person? I mean, yeah, man. What is salvation to a man who doesn't have a car? Am I not going to declare that I'll get a Bentley? You want me to say I'll get Kia? If I can get Kia, I can get Bentley. Okay, let's continue. You see, no one prospers in the kingdom without being a giver. The scripture says in Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 to 8, And be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. So when you sow forgiveness, when you sow honor, when you sow respect, when you sow hard work and diligence and commitment, you will reap it. A lot of us, we are lazy. The scripture says, a little sleep, a little folding of hands. Poverty will catch you like a thief. Some of us, we are lazy. We give excuses, reasons why. Stop it. I said, Nobody will raise your children for you if you don't raise them yourself. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man sows, if you sow negligence. I heard a story last week. I think last week or last two weeks. Last week. That a woman's child was four years old. The child was bathing herself. A man molested the lady. The lady did not know that the child was molested. By the time they took the child to the hospital, it was worse. The child died. You see, some of us, we need these children. You are not getting. You have gotten. You are misbehaving. God will ask you one day, the way you are treating these children that God has brought to you, that you are not taking care of them, being diligent with them. When you go to heaven, you will make it to heaven. But beatings are bad, you know. Oh, now sometimes you have to be honest with you. So, so my heart, I'm like, Charlie, but he knows. So we leave him to have everything. 
He said, for he that sweat with his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. If everything is to your body, you will reap it. You sow to the flesh. All decisions you are making is for you, 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 you. You will reap it. You will reap it. If you sow to God, you, the decisions you are making is it will honor God. My husband, Kojo or Kofi or whatever his name, he, he's misbehaving, but God says I should submit to him. So I will still submit, although he's, he's, he's being something, something, something. Like As you do it, the Lord, who is the covenant executor, is watching your attitude. He's watching your, your lifestyle. He will change it. The other day, my daughter, one of my daughters said to me, God told me to be thanking my husband. I said, thank him how? He said, God, thank him. He said, be thanking him. You just thank him. Thank him. The husband has misbehaved. Instead of her giving you, he said, thank your husband. So he went, thank you for this. Thank you for this. Thank you. He says, all of us, I felt, I felt peace. When I slept, I slept well. You can't sleep well because you have held bitterness in your heart. And God says, we should not let the sun go down the bitterness. Is everybody getting something? You see, the beauty of the covenant is that we can start from where we are. Because God's commandments are not grievous. He said to Abraham, look from the place where thou art, northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For the land which thou seest, to thee will I give and to thy seed forever. So, whatever it is, you start from where you are. Even if it is Titan, God will not judge you based on what you did not do in the past. He will judge you based on what you don't do from today, now that you know the word. Please, do you get it? He, start from where you are. No matter how small it is, start. Are you getting me? Don't say, oh, what is 20 cities? Be faithful. Has God increased it? Increase it. Has God, God, increase how much you give to God on a weekly basis. Increase it. According, how does God want you to give? Look, look at the scripture. How should you give? Look at it. 2 Corinthians 8.12 For if there be first a willing mind, it is accepted according to that a man has and not according to that which he has not. Look at me, everybody. Look at the scripture. If there be first a willing mind, it is accepted according to that a man has. So God is saying, don't go and steal and give it to me. First, you must give me what you have, not what you don't have. Don't go and steal. You know, in Job chapter 8 verse 7, it says, though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end shall be shall greatly increase. You see, it's faithfulness in little things that brings a greater harvest. It's what? It's faithfulness in what? Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 17. It says, Every man shall give as his able according to the blessing of the Lord thy God, which he has given thee. So God judges you according to his blessing. And a lot of you know that I have money, right? Yes. You know, you know God has blessed me. You know that if I call you and say, you know, God has blessed me if you are, so take 20 CDs, you won't be happy. You know you won't be happy. Why? Because you know that I have more than that. Amen? Amen? If I, 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 I come right now and I'm like, oh, you know, I want to bless you, I want to bless you, so I'll see you on Sunday, okay? You have expectation because Pastor Andy, <laughs> I should move. It's day in pocket. Then I come and I give you 50 CDs. You know my level. Will you be happy? So God says that. When it comes to me and you, when you come to give me, every man shall give. Can we all read it? Every man shall give as he is. According to the, of the, 
thy God, which he has given thee. So God is saying, every man shall give as his able. He puts a comma. He says that when I say able, it doesn't mean you choose what you want to give. You must give me in proportion to the blessing that I, almighty God, have blessed you. Give in proportion to what I have blessed you. You understand me? He says that, that which he has given thee. So you, God is not asking you to give him what you don't have. He is saying, according to my blessing. Yeah, according to my Mildred, according to, this is where we, we, we get it wrong. Sister, how much offering were you giving every Sunday last year? Did God increase it? Have they increased your salary in the office? Do you know you are still paying the old tithe you paid last year? They say, oh no, that one is bonuses. Is it not a blessing that God has brought? Come to Exodus 35 verse 5. He says, Take you from among you an offering unto the Lord. Whoever is of a willing heart, let him bring it. An offering of the Lord. Gold and silver and brass. God says we should do what? He says we must give anybody who has a willing heart. He means that if you are not willing, don't give. Don't, don't let anybody pressurize you. When you go to offices and people are like, why are you giving this? Tell them, please, I don't want to have this conversation with you. Can we just end it? When people start talking about, why are you people giving? Why? Walk away. Because if they won't give, you can't force them. Why are you trying to reason with them? When they are chasing girls and giving money to them, do they come and reason with you? One of my daughters was telling me, during the Valentine's Day, the land cruisers that were coming to her school, they were coming to take their girls. Well, do you know what they are going to do? Do you know how much money they will spend? And you, you come to church and you want to honor God. Look at it. How much do you give to your children? When you go to shop, how much do you give to your children? Listen. I went to somebody's office last week. The person said to me, Pastor, my seed for 31st is already ready, so I'm putting it in an investment. You and the person, when you compete, will you win? Malachi chapter 1, verse 6 to 8. A son honors his father. And a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is my honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? God says, you must fear me. Where is my reverence? Where is my fear? Huh. Say the Lord of hosts unto you. I want everybody to look at this scripture. Please put the scripture on the whole screen. Malachi 1 verse 6. Huh. A son honoreth his father and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is my honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? See the Lord of us unto you, O priest, that despise my name. And ye say, wherein have we despised your name? Continue. You offer polluted bread upon my altar and you say, wherein have we polluted thee? In that ye say, the table of the Lord is contemptible. And if ye offer the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? And if you offer the lame and sick, is it not evil? Offer it now unto thy governor, if he will be pleased with thee, and accept thy person, say the Lord of hosts. My level is like the level of your governor. A man in reputation. When you need something from him, there's a way you behave. You go early. You speak to him with respect. You offer him a sacrifice. And you don't give him something that will let him insult him. He says, whatever you want to give me when you bring it before me, offer it to you. 
your governor and see if you gain favor with him. It means that whenever you are coming to God, you must be mindful of what you honor him with. He says, don't give me beyond what you don't have. But if you have it, honor me with it. Wherever you are, close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Pray. God, I had too much today. I changed my life. Where, where you've gotten it wrong, talk to God and say, Father, I did not know. I did not know. I did not know. I've messed up in so many ways. God, I have not gone by the scriptures, by the law of God. But today I've come to know your truth. I've come to know your truth. God, help me. 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 Proverbs chapter 23, verse 26. He says, my son, give me thy heart and let thy eyes observe my ways. My son, give me thine heart. My daughter, give me thine heart and let thy eyes observe my ways. God is saying, give me. They first gave their heart to him. God is asking for your heart. He says, I don't need your money. Give me your heart. When you give me your heart and you start giving to me, it will be an act of worship. It will be an act of honor. Everybody pray. He says, don't give me what I've not given you. But if I've made a room for you, honor me with it. If I've, if I've given it to you, give me what is mine. Honor me. Honor me. Bless me with it. I want everybody to pray. Pray. Honor me. That's what God is asking for. Honor. God wants honor. He wants honor. Spirit of the living God, we come before you. We come before you. Forgive us. Forgive us where we've gotten it wrong. Father, we, we ask for forgiveness. Lord, there are things we will not even give to our children, yet we bring it to you. Today we change. God is not asking you for something that he has not given. He says, according as I have blessed you. That's what I'm asking for. According. According. Don't choose to come and tip me. I am not your waitress. I am a father. I'm a God. I'm a father. Where is my honor? Where is my fear? Hmm. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Oh, go there. He said to somebody, because you were not mindful to give me the honor. Ah, as long as I live, says the Lord, there shall be nobody who will sit on your throne. Nobody, nobody will do it. Because you did not honor me. Because you did not give me what is mine. <laughs> he says nobody. He says nobody will say that. I want you to pray God. Where I've gotten it wrong. Forgive me. Let it not go to my children. Everybody pray. He says every man shall give as he is able according to the blessing of the Lord thy God which he has given thee. Open up your mouth and pray. He said to the man who was faithful with five. In Luke 19 verse 17 says, And he said unto him, Well, well done, good servant, because thou have been faithful in a very little. Have thou authority over ten cities? Have thou authority? Well, thou good servant, because thou has been faithful in a very little. Have thou authority over ten cities? Ten. When you are faithful, God increases and multiplies it. His faithfulness, his faithfulness. Lift up your voice and pray. 
Ah, he said, for we can do nothing against the truth but for the truth. If there first be a willing heart, if there first be a willing heart, if there first be a willing heart, it is accepted according to that a man has and not according to that he has not. God is saying, you have it. Honor me with it. Not what you don't have. If you have it, honor me with it. Everybody pray. Father, we thank you. Forgive us where we've gotten it wrong. I want us all to pray a repentant prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Where I got it wrong, Father, forgive me. Sanctify me by your blood. Please have mercy on me. Please, Lord, have mercy on me and my children. Remember us and show us kindness. Forgive us where we got it wrong. Have your way in our heart. Be our Lord and personal Savior in Jesus' name. Amen. One more time, put your hands together for Jesus. Put your hands together.